You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, we back, we back, hey, we back in all for a week, hey. <laughs> welcome back to Black Guy Therapy. First off, let me say welcome back, Joel. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's been a while. It has. Um, um, you know, when people get the flu... You, you got to shut down production. Everything. <laughs> so, Everything shuts down. So when it, when you had three pe- two people. In two there, people, yeah. Two people, yeah. And yep. then I can't have you over here giving me all that. Understood. So, so Understood. that ain't going to work for me. That's why. I, so if y'all were expecting uh, uh, new episodes last week, we're sorry. Yeah. We Please had, forgive us. Yeah, we had the flu. Or, and by <laughs> we, I mean Joel and crew. Yeah. Not, not I. Yeah, Our did. flu shot. Although the flu shot is not the flu shot that they say is the strand of flu that is going around. But hell, I guess now we got to worry about the coronavirus. Oh, Corona. Yeah. The beer, the beer virus. And, and I'm sure that Corona's having a, a heyday with it in Mexico. Oh my God, you know they are. Like, yes. Yeah. And it's not funny, but it's so funny at the it same is. time. Um, but yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Black Guy Therapy. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, we want to let you know, and we can't say it enough, we're a therapeutic podcast. Mm-hmm. We are a podcast that's, that is designed for black men. Um, we're the, a podcast that, yeah, I'm sorry, we're a podcast that's designed for black men to, to vent about issues that uh, affect us in our daily lives, things that we wouldn't generally talk about with, with anybody else. So this is a safe space for us. Yep. Now, if this is your first time listening to us, know that every week we take a subject or subjects just depending on on the day and what we're talking about mm-hmm. um and we'll break them down and we discuss them um and we usually just pick something that that affects like i said earlier affects us as black men or black people in our daily lives right. that we generally wouldn't talk to about with our white counterparts yeah. or anybody else yeah. family members whatever it just this is a form of therapy again we're a therapeutic podcast we can't say that enough yeah so yeah I love it, man. It's a perfect space to be in, to tell you the truth. And even though you're right, it it can potentially cause some issues. At some point, you got to be able to take that. I don't want to call it a stand because it's not really a stand, but just be be able and ready to stand on your integrity. You know, if I feel like this is what it is, I should be able to say that and then stand on that regardless of what the consequence is. Yeah, and and it, it reminds me of a Hamilton because cause let me did I tell you I went to go see Hamilton? No, it's actually all right. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm kind of hooked. Okay, um, so we went to go see Hamilton, but it it reminds me of a quote from Hamilton where Hamilton was telling uh, Burr, who was vice president, he was telling him that I'd rather be um, divisive than indecisive. So, you know, I think about it like this: I'd rather be. W- what we talk about on these airways, you know, I'd rather them divide us than, than us, you know, try to tiptoe around the issue. Yes. Cause yes. I, I'm, I'm not trying to tiptoe around the issue. Yeah. But I, I will say this though, we have arrived because I know a handful of white folks who listen to this podcast. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. That's so, not bad. and, and I, I consider them allies. Hey, if anybody's listening, willing to get better, then they have to be considered an ally. Anybody. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm with that. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, okay. you got anything? I know it's been a while. You got anything you need to talk talk about? Anything you need to tell me? I haven't seen you. Yeah, no, man. Uh, outside of uh, the 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 scariest part was the three year old. You know, three year olds and, and getting sick. And of course, when you go, they take the flu test, and they're like, "Well, we don't see anything, but potentially it could still be the flu." Right. And you know, her temp going up, going down. So that was the scary part. But we got her and the wife back healthy. They're running, like I said, about ninety nine percent right now. 
Um, but the other week before that was the retreat. So the business, we had our second annual retreat. Uh, it actually went really well. Good. Way better than I thought. And not that I had a low expectation, but I felt like we set the bar so high for ourselves the first time. Yeah. It was no way we could match that, the emotion that was felt by majority of the people. And I, th- I think not only did we match it, but I think we kind of exceeded it. So for me, it was, it was a, a great weekend. Like I said before, that's the preparation, the fatigue right yeah. before, and then turning on, you, you got to be, I mean, you know, it's action, you know, lights, camera, action. Uh, so it was, it was a great weekend, man. And just happy for all the new connections that not just that we made, but we were help, able to help other couples make. So it's been, it's been a great two weeks. But again, it's been a trying and challenging two weeks for me. So finally, I'm here. I'm back and uh, able to start working out again, man. Yay. Now, I got to <laughs> ask this question. Yeah. Um, did you did you promote black guy therapy at, at the. I did. OK, I, I, had, I, to did. Yes. I had to ask. Yes, I did. I did. But you got to promote. Promote. So hopefully somebody listened to it or is, is going to listen to mm-hmm. it. And if 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 you are here because of Joe, then. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's cool. So uh, I'm glad that it went well for you. Yeah, thank uh, you. I'm glad that you're back on a normal schedule. Yes. Um, more thanks there. Yeah. And so I might pull you off to the side to do something else in the future, but we'll talk about that later. It works. Uh, anyway, anything else? No, nah, man, no? that's it. I'm ready to roll, man. I've been missing BGT. Yeah, me too. So uh, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, dang, I kind of, I, I actually had to go back and listen to one of our archived um, um, episodes because yeah. I'm just like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get back in it. And, <laughs> and then I'm back in school too, so yeah. you know, I'm, I'm getting another bachelor's degree in in Africana studies. So now I'm listening to BGT and I'm going to school and I'm like, oh man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come with it, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, let's get started. Um, so again, like I told you before, we always talk about an issue or something that affects black men or black people. Mm-hmm. Now, this, what I'm about to say, I thought about this today. And the reason I thought about this today is because when I was talking to Victoria, we were talking about uh, ancient aliens and the History Channel. Mm-hmm. And she brought up a good point. She was like, do you think, do you think that, that we weren't, or, and I say we, talking about black people, do you think that we weren't smart enough to, uh, to build these, these ancient monoliths and things on our own? It, she said, I feel as if, and, and, and she was referring to a class that she took in college. She's like, I feel as if, if, if white people have, have diminished the accomplishment of black bodies in the world. She said, cause it seems like to me that, that, that these white archeologists, uh, not archeologists, whatever, but yeah. these white archeologists, um, you know, they, they say, well, these things, all these things, I, there's no way that they could have built these ancient, you know, monoliths um, because they didn't have the stuff that we have today. They didn't have the technology we have today. Right. So it had to be, you know, some other earthly, worldly yeah. beings who gave them this knowledge. Yes. And it's like what she said, I, I feel like that kind of diminishes black people, black and brown people and their and their achievements in this world. She's like, you have Africans who essentially came up with math. You have um these uh well for us it'd be um um latin american or not latin american but latinos who in in mexico they they building these giant pyramids Mm -hmm. and the calendars and and they have all these things but um mainstream 
mainstream uh, archaeologists would tell you, well, yeah, they they got these things, but it comes from um, it comes from maybe otherworldly beings, right? Yeah. So diminishing the accomplishments of black and brown people. So yeah. do you think? I say all that to say, do you think that now, in this world that we live in, do you think that that the media and anybody else, mm-hmm. just people in general, they don't they don't give black and brown people the credit that they deserve in terms of in terms of things that they've built and accomplished? Accomplishments and achievements. Yeah. <sighs> yes, I'm answering the question first, but I want to jump back first. Okay. So when I think about whether it be the Mayans, the Aztecs, uh, ancient Africa, whatever it is, the one thing that we don't know for certain is what took place. Right. We don't know if otherworldly beings did or did not. That's another topic another day, but I do want to address that just because I think that what we do far too often is when something is a little bit scary or out of our realm of understanding, we've got to create something to make it make sense. Right. And this very strong possibility that, yes, these folks absolutely built this. Absolutely. And because you can't understand in 2020, how in the world did thousands of years ago somebody build something like this that's still standing today? Right. So that that's difficult to understand. So that part I get. The other piece to that is when you know that a specific culture had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Even when you do your historical research and things, you, you realize that, okay, Specifically, there were no white folks here during this time. Yeah. We can't prove that at all. So if it were, maybe we could say, yes, humanity was so intelligent. But you just don't know. So that's the scary part. Now, fast forward to today, to your question. The news, music, I mean, any, any media outlet, period, is a tool. We know that. Yes. And can be used to the will and whim of whoever it is that wields that tool. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. And here's one thing that I thought about too, which is interesting. Social media is interesting because we talked about TV being programming. What's weird about now is that everybody's the programmer. Yep. Everybody. Everybody Everybody has the ability to pick up their phone and submit their own program. Absolutely. And we, there's so many programs out there that we're buying into. We're stuck. So here's why I bring that up, because when I look at it, and we've talked about this a little bit before, you think about some new trendy dance that comes out. And there's one out right now, I feel like. And it Probably left, is. left foot, left, I don't know. Something. Oh, Lord, I don't know about this <laughs> one, that's it. Which is crazy, because I got yeah. an 11-year-old. So I, I don't know. But, but the point is, there are so many things that begin with us. Mm-hmm. We are the innovators of pretty much everything. Other people capitalize on our innovation. Yep. And that sucks. But I want to spin it like this. Before somebody can say that Kobe Bryant is not one of the all-time greats, they first have to ignore the fact that he's, that he's a really good basketball player. Right. So before I can diminish someone else's achievement, I first have to ignore a lot of facts before I get there. Right. That's what's interesting about this question for me is before I can – dismiss black achievement or brown achievement I first have to acknowledge those people so it's almost as if they don't necessarily even begin to imagine it as diminishing what somebody else has achieved because they haven't even acknowledged those folks 
Does that make sense? It makes sense, and I've never thought about it like that. It's almost as if, oh yeah, yeah, they, they built this, but right, mm-hmm. they built this, but right. That's that's what it seems like to me. Right. So, and that that's what I'm saying. It's so weird because they call it cognitive dissonance, but you'll have people in in the highest level, which is the presidency, talking about how great the country is, or or make America great again, mm-hmm. and that's fine as a as a slogan to use, but. The reality is America wasn't always great for everybody. So what time period are we talking? You know, just being more specific. So tying it back again to the achievements, when you, Black History Month, you got, what, 28 days? Oh, man, it, we're, we're right around the corner. Right. You got like 28 days where you hear all these cool facts and then that's it. But when you think about all the achievements that come from other cultures, and the only time they really talk about it is this month. Yeah. And even then it's in short order. So, yes, I do believe that it's it's absolutely something that's done. And unfortunately, I don't even think it's always done intentionally. Sometimes, yes. But sometimes I think it's just on accident. See, and 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 that's where that's where I you know, I don't I, I have a hard time thinking that it's on accident mm-hmm. sometimes because uh just a couple of days ago on the Twitters. Mm-mm. So you know Greta Thur- Thornburg or Thornburg, the, the 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 young white girl who's like an activist for climate change. That sounds familiar. She, she, the president went, our president went hard on her. Was, you know, and is that the kid that they were going back and forth? And yeah. She made a joke about him arguing with a, a kid or something like that. I, I don't know if she, if she did that, but I do know she's one of the, she's like the, the standard when it comes to, um, activism on climate change. Okay. Um, for, and she's this, I think she's like 15, 14, 15, 16, something like that. She's I think young, it is the same kid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the president was going in on her yeah. and she's like, I ain't, I ain't got time for you. Yeah. Yeah. So just this week, and like I said, not even, not even two days ago, let's say 18 hours ago, mm-hmm. um, there was a picture of her and some other climate activists, uh, across the world, young, like young teenage girls who have been championed for this. And when they posted the picture, it was uh, four white girls and there's one black girl. Mm-hmm. But when they posted the original picture, they cropped out the black girl. Really? Mm-hmm. So now everybody's like, whoa, 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 wait. You, there's a whole black girl that you cropped out who right. is who is championed from, I think she's from Uganda. Um, and she's been she's been going hard in the paint wow. for climate change, okay. but they cropped this this girl out. So on Twitter, there's this outrage like, "Hey, what what are you doing?" Yeah. And now the um, the uh, AP, the Associated Press, mm-hmm. they have apologized for cropping her out. We're sorry, we didn't mean to crop her out the picture. But see, and that, and that's where I'm like, well, is this a is this an intent thing? Are they are they doing this on purpose or are they doing this on accident? Mm-hmm. They knew that girl was was right. one of those people. So why did you crop her out? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. are you trying to sell papers and you're just trying to market to white people? Is that why you did it? Or did you do it because you wanted to? Or did you do it to push a narrative? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's a great point. So I, I did not hear about this. I didn't either. So Victoria enlightened me on oh, it. Wow. And, and I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You know what sucks, though, is that because you're right. So I, I and I said it, I still stand by it, though. I think that let me but I put more specificity, specificity behind specificity. it. Majority of the time it's intentional, but yeah. there are some times when it's unintentional. I put it that way. 
that's not an unintentional time for yeah. me when I see that. Yeah. But I think, I think again, I don't even think it's when it's unintentional. It's unintentional because they're just, again, cognitive dissonance. It's, you are so blissfully ignorant to reality, you're more comfortable living in your existence than in reality, if that makes sense. So, so even the times when it's on accident, it's still kind of on purpose. Yeah. Because you choose not to delve too deeply into it. But when you hear something like that, and I said it not too long ago, but the the whole Lil Nas X, yeah. they completely wiped him off the whole song every time, whether it was the CMAs, the Country Music Awards, or whatever the other country stuff is down here. It was only Billy Ray. Yeah. That's all you heard. You never even heard that this dude was on here. But of course, because it was in our community, because yep. it's a little brown boy doing it, we knew who it was. But if we didn't know, if we didn't hear the song first, we would just be like, hey, Billy Ray got a new song? Right. It sounds kind of cool. And see, that that situation bothers me a little bit, too, because, you know, you know the situation. He, it was on the, it was on the country charts, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then they took it off the country yep. charts and said it wasn't a country song. Yes. Then Billy Ray got on it. Oh, and then it became a country song. They put him back on the charts. Yep. Now, here's my problem. Do you know who Kane Brown is? Yes. Okay. So yes. Kane and he's Brown. mixed, isn't he? He is. Yes. I actually played basketball with this this character in a league together. Really? Yeah. Um, real cool guy. Now, yeah. Kane is Kane is light skinned. Like very he's, light. He's yeah. He very, could pass. Very light. So it's funny because if you've listened to his latest song, which his latest song is, I actually like it. It's, it's phenomenal. It's kind of like a a poppy country song. Mm -hmm. it has a lot of a lot of like that techno. What you would play in a club gotcha. type beat to it. Yeah. On the country charts. So he has a song that is similar to Lil Nas X's song, right? Because it's this it's this country pop music. Mm -hmm. He makes it to the to the to the country charts, but Lil Nas X got was off the country charts and then came back on with Billy Ray Cyrus. Now, again, we said Kane is about the, the color of my hand. Yeah. Right. Very, very fair skin. Yeah. And Lil Nas X is about the color of you or a mm -hmm. little darker, mm -hmm. actually. Right. Yeah. And he's also a gay man on top yeah. of that. So you got all these taboos for country. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm using air quotes. Y'all can't see, but I'm using air quotes for taboos Taboo. for country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's almost like Kane had enough. He had enough just enough pigmentation to make it to the country charts. Passability. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and we know that throughout history, right? Mm -hmm. Like the lighter you were, the 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 better your your social status was. Dorothy uh, Dandridge, Lena Horne. Yeah. Uh, uh uh I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Hamilton. See, I don't know Hamilton. Hamilton. You don't know. Hamilton. I I mean I know yeah. what you're talking about, but Yeah. Hamilton Hamilton's mother was was a black woman. See. He's from the West Indies. His mother was a black woman, but he looked white. So he passed as a white man and was the first treasurer of the United States. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's like you get, and, and it's funny. We, 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 we go hard with, with Paul Mooney, but what does he always say? Complexion for the protection for the collection. Mm -hmm. So, and in, until and it's weird too, because, um, and, and remind me of baby girl's name, the, the white woman who passed as black and oh, she had uh, the NAACP. Oh, what is her name? I, I can it. see her face. Um, <laughs> I can too. I can see her braids, <laughs> but I can't think of her name. Uh, but but what was her name? What was interesting about that situation is, it's very rare that somebody would want to pass for black. Yeah. So it's it's, it's so weird. And then the 
So here's here's my challenge. She wrote a book too, by the way. It's probably interesting. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal. That's it. Yes, sir. Yeah. I was about to say Heather, but I knew that wasn't right. Rachel Dolezal. Um, What's interesting about that is people of color were outraged about what she did. But we are totally okay with other cultures coming into spaces that are predominantly, and I say predominantly for us, not meaning other, R&B, for instance. R&B predominantly is a genre for uh, people of color. Right, I would say that. Predominantly. I would say that. But then you'll have your your few that come in and are able to cross into that lane, like a, a Timberlake or a Robin Thicke or um, Pink, people yeah. like that, that'll be able to cross into that. And Amy Weinstein. Is that a Winehouse? Winehouse, Winehouse, Winehouse yeah. Not Weinstein, Amy yeah. Winehouse. Amy Winehouse, yep. They can cross over into the genre just fine, and there's so much love and support. But then everything they do it's like they'll come in to make the music, but then step back out. And we talked about this also. And it confuses me how you can be okay with that, but you're so upset with Rachel Dolezal because it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, you take Rachel Dolezal's situation. Here's the thing. She wanted to pass for a black woman. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she was still going hard for black she people. She was, absolutely. But then we have a Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. who who has went to the to the 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 market of black body parts and has bought them all mm-hmm. ass lips everything mm-hmm. everything that black women have that that white women want but you know are afraid of you yes. know afraid because they won't you know white folks other white people that oh no they don't look that good right yeah. she has all those things and she's the standard of beauty yes you know what i'm saying yes. so so we're, we're and and it's cool because kanye she she's with kanye yes. and they have these little mixed children mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it it it's weird. It is weird. Yeah. And and it it it's frustrating for me just because I feel like we are unfortunately a lot of trauma's taking place. Yeah. And we're still dealing with the trauma today, which is why the reparations conversation is a is a valid one. That's that's a valid conversation to be having right now because we're still facing the traumas from hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But what's you know, just kind of pointing to the the frustration today for me is that we're so confused about where to hang our hat. As far as our, uh, our our standards, our our ethics, our morals, as it pertains to race and issues involving our race, the way we pick and choose what we're going to be angry about is weird to me. Yeah, we have that selective outrage. Very, very selective, and and that's frustrating for me because to your point, yeah, Rachel wanted to to pass as a black woman, but she was doing stuff for black folks. Yeah, if nobody ever would have found her out, she probably would have continued to be an ally. Not saying she's not anymore, but I, I still think she's an ally. She probably, she probably, once you are so submerged or immersed into a culture, it's hard to find yourself like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. done now. No, she's she's definitely an ally, but you have, and and let's just be real, like black women control a lot of things in the United States, whether mm-hmm. they know it or not. Agree. They help choose the president. Mm-hmm. They help, well, hell, they help choose any election. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are the they are the catalyst for a lot of. Uh, political things that go on in the United States. Mm-hmm. So when they get upset about something, people listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, back to what you're saying, it's it's crazy how we had the selective outrage because because the the thing that I heard was well she could have if she wanted to do that mm-hmm. right she could have done that by being a white woman using her privilege to further push the black narrative yeah instead of 
trying to pass as a black woman pushing the black narrative. Right. So and 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 does it does it matter? Cuz cuz here's at the end of, and, and we're coming up on Black History Month, so I mean, I feel like Martin Luther King's and uh, Martin Luther King, I'm sorry, Malcolm X said by any means necessary, yeah. right? And if that's her by any means necessary, is she wrong? Right. And th- yeah, that's that's a phenomenal point. That's why I always say that before you are so quick to call somebody out specifically as if you know for sure, it's okay to preface with this is my thought, I believe this, but it was a outrage like, no, she's a bad person for doing this. Yeah. I don't know anything about who she is as a person, so I'll never say that. Is there power in her being a white woman standing on the black narrative and pushing it? Absolutely. To your point, though, if you need to get it done and you know people aren't going to listen to you if you do it this way, but they will if you do it this way, is it not the same result at the end of the day? It is. And see, it, and, and, and I'm glad that we brought her up because then that brings another point. It's like, hey, what she did or what she was doing as a passing as a black woman, it was like, was she getting traction, right? Was she getting notoriety? But as soon as we found out she was a white woman, she was all in the news. Right. So again, to, back to the original point that we were talking about, like white people get more praise for things that we've been doing than we do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's wild. So, the, and that's why that's the, I, I'm again, it's great that she came up because that's yeah. the, the best, for instance, you can probably use is, are you mad at her for doing what she did? Did she help? Could she have done it better if she did it this way? We don't really know the answers to any of that. But what we do know is that there was documentaries made, 60 Minutes, this news station, this news outlet, stories written. She has a book now. The book is only out because of this situation. Yep. This situation don't happen. She ain't got a book. So, again, capitalizing on her whiteness. Exactly. And, you know, that brings me, that it makes me think of the little girl in, in Flint, Michigan, who has been who's been fighting for what, however many years now for clean water. Mm-hmm. She still hasn't reached her goal. I think they needed like 3 million. She still has not reached that goal, but you will go on to these um, GoFundMe's and you'll see other people, white people um, fundraising for same to similar different things. And they're able to reach their goal in like days. Mm-hmm. She's been doing this for months or not months for years. And I don't even think she's halfway to the goal for for clean bringing clean water to Flint, right? And this this young girl, young black girl, has been going hard in the paint since it happened, mm-hmm. but yet she gets no, she gets no news. I mean, and, and she may get local airtime, but she yeah. ain't getting no national. Like yeah. I haven't heard anything about her right. since, right? You know, so it's just, it's interesting. And and the sad part about that is, again, it's twofold. You you already know that Flint. For anybody who's ever been to Michigan and ever been to Flint, you understand what poverty looks like, you what underprivileged, underrepresented, uh, under. And when I say undereducated, I don't mean that people are stupid. It just means that they're not trying to the city, the state, whomever is not focused on providing the best as far as education is concerned, bringing the best schools and funding and whatever else resources right. exist in other other places. And you can say that because you're from there. Just let people yeah, know. I'm from I'm from Inkster, so not Flint, but I've been I have family that yeah. was from Flint. So we used to go there every once in a while, maybe like once or twice a year we would go up there. It's only like hour, hour yeah. and fifteen minute drive, not too too bad, but even back then, you know, we're talking about late eighties, early nineties, yeah. 
yeah. and it didn't it didn't do anything but get worse. So it, it's it sucks because you understand that those things places that we call the hood air quotes the hood yeah are not going to get the same publicity for anything where there's a need. When yeah. something bad happens, oh, they're all over it. But when there's a legit need, it's not going to get that same type of coverage. So you, unfortunately, you have this this young woman championing a, a, a very very legitimate issue. Mm-hmm. Two things: one, it's in a black neighborhood, so it, not, nobody's going to rush to fix that. And then two, the people who are going to be her main supporters are going to be us yep. that don't have the disposable income to yeah. be able to yeah. provide. So then now you're torn because it's like, okay, do I? throw some of my check into this or do I buy groceries? You know what I mean? Right, it's it's right. this two edged sword all right. the time. Yeah. It, and it, it's, and it's weird for me because you see these stories all across the country and you know that there are black people with means mm-hmm. that just throw their money at random. You know, hell, Jay-Z just had his damn rock nation brunch yesterday, right? All their artists come in and there's no telling how much that costs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, n- nothing against Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. He's going to spend his money however he wants to spend his money because he earned it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, what if we could just get 2%, not even 2%, if we can get half a percent of of wealthy uh, individuals, wealthy black individuals in this nation to pay attention to these small things in these small towns mm-hmm. to, to, to help fund. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wh- where would we be then? Yeah. And I guess that's something we'll have to think about in the break because we got to pay some bills. So uh, we'll be back in a little bit. All right. Ooh. What is it about the Negro? I mean, every other group that came as an immigrant somehow, not easily, but somehow got around it. Is it just the fact that Negroes are black? White America must see that no other ethnic group has been a slave on American soil. Uh, that is one thing that other immigrant groups haven't had to face. The other thing is that the color became a stigma. American society made the Negroes' color a stigma. America freed the slaves in 19, I mean 1863 through the Emancipation Proclamation of Abraham Lincoln, but gave the slaves no land or nothing in reality, and as a matter of fact, to, to get started on. At the same time, America was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that there was a willingness to give the white peasants from Europe an economic base. And yet it refused to give its black peasants from Africa who came here involuntarily in chains and had worked free for 244 years any kind of economic base. And so emancipation for the Negro was really freedom to hunger. It was freedom uh, to the winds and rains of heaven. It was freedom without food to eat or land to cultivate, and therefore it was freedom and famine at the same time. And when white Americans tell the Negro to lift himself by his own bootstraps, they don't, o- they don't look over the legacy of slavery and segregation. I believe we ought to do all we can and seek to lift ourselves by our own bootstraps. But uh, it's a cruel jest to say to a bootless man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And many Negroes, by the thousands and millions, have been left bootless as a result of all of these years of oppression and as a result of a society that deliberately made his color a stigma and something worthless and degrading. So you heard it there. You heard it there, right there. Yeah. 
and and we're back. We wanted to wanted to play that coming back because we thought that that was that was important. Yeah. And and we're talking about you know are are we not you know getting the getting the the recognition or our accomplishments diminished by everybody else, right? Well, I mean, with with Black History Month coming up, right, and you hearing that speech. What do he say? We we're almost bootless men. It's 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 terrible to tell a bootless man to to pull himself up by his bootstraps, yeah. Yeah. and that's essentially it's like we're trying to dig ourselves out of this, and it's it's almost like this. And even in the beginning, I'm, I'm gonna jump back to the beginning. Is it because the Negroes are black? Yeah, just, like just saying that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's almost like you're trying to make sure that these people, these people, and I put that in air quotes. Um, are staying in their place also yeah. in air quotes yeah. <sighs> man every time I, I, I listen to Martin talk and that was Martin right that was Martin Luther King okay. let's make sure that I don't get out here talking crazy but every time I listen to Martin talk and he's got so many speeches that were recorded or, or sermons or just messages in general that he delivered every time I hear him Man, there's like, it's, there's so much pain in his voice. And I don't know if that's just me, but it's, it's, it's like he knew he had to do it. He had to say it because it was his platform and he needed to use it. But he knew also that there would never be a, I don't want to say never, but I believe he had the feeling that there may never come a time where the things that he's talking about, where the, the white allies or the, the white folks that were championing for us, would really go hard to make sure that that came to fruition. It's just always this pain like this. And I, and I, I hold people to a high standard when yeah. they have a platform, you yeah. know, and, and I think that president Obama was, was a phenomenal, I think he's a phenomenal dude. I really do. And the only thing that bothered me was I just felt like he could have done more of that. Right. Martin didn't change any laws per se. He didn't, he didn't make the country do something different per se, he just didn't back down from the truth. Right. He showed the country what it really was. Yeah. He just, he sh- like, this is what it really is. You decide who you're going to be. That's why he said, not judged by the color of their skin, but by the contents of their character. That's why he said that. So when, when President Obama doesn't take those same opportunities to do that same thing, that, that it hurts my feelings. So like when people, when I talk to people about politics and voting and how, how I choose not to participate People get on me and they say, well, your ancestors, they did this. And I was like, that is the only argument anybody can ever give to me that I respect when it comes to voting. Yes, people did die for me to have that right. So because of that, I need to at least think about this a little bit more than just not do it all together. But when I think about where we are today and jumping back to the topic now, diminishing black achievement. How did Martin pass? Like how did he die? Yeah, he he was shot and killed in in the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Maine. By who? Uh, allegedly, um, what was that dude's name? Uh, James Earl James Earl Ray. Was it? Uh, what was that dude's name? I don't. I can't even think of his name. I I just looked at his his paperwork in my office the other day. But he was uh, he was a white guy. Yeah. So whether he was set up. What was his damn name? 
whether James Earl Ray, it was James Earl Ray. I was like, all yeah. right, yeah. So whether he was set up, because there's conspiracy theories around his involvement as well, mm-hmm. whether he was set up, whether he wanted to do it, the fact doesn't change that it was the same people who are out there saying that the country is not that bad are the same ones that wanted him dead. Yeah, and you know, I think about it like this. And 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 kind of tying this into what we're talking about today, he had a lot of um, Martin Luther King. If I feel like he 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 started, he didn't start, but the the poor people's movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. He he was able to get white folks on board with black folks to realize, hey, look, we all poor. It's them versus us. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah damn you're right yeah. <laughs> yeah so then you know they they see that movement and they push that movement and it's like and i don't i don't want to say the elitist but i mean essentially the government they're like mm, we can't have you reuniting mm-hmm. with these people because no, then you're gonna do something else yep. right you you might yep. try to overthrow us too much power yeah so um you know i feel like he doesn't get enough um praise for for that right yes. because he 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 did that and and like i tell people if you if you're doing anything and you know that it could it could potentially uproot and change society you will get killed for it yes, yes. no doubt about it yes and they'll tell you that you or you'll either get assassinated mm-hmm. or you'll or they'll say you killed yourself mm-hmm. they'll say it was a suicide mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that it's always it's always kind of baffled me how like, you know, he, he, he had so many achievements, the only achievements that we see. And again, to, to the point of what we're talking about today, what do we, what do you, when people talk about Martin Luther King, everybody talks about what? I have a dream. The I have a dream speech. Mm-hmm. That's all they talk about. Yes. And then they, they just recently, I feel like they talk about the March to Selma because you know, it was made, there was a movie made yeah. about it. So now that's on people's minds, yeah. but they don't talk about, the other work he was doing mm-hmm. and the other achievements that he that he did, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And again, to the point, it's like black achievement is is diminished in in the eyes of others. Yes, but you know us, we keep up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the eyes of others, it's like, mm, well, I have a dream. That's cool, yeah. and we'll give you a monument in D.C. Right. and y'all be happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know crazy. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Because the heat on Martin didn't turn up until he started talking about reparations and yeah. poor folks. I mean, th- that speech right there is when I, I think that was after he, because him and him and Malcolm, Malcolm. X was beefing, mm-hmm. and then he realized like, oh wait, dude, we on the same team, yeah. and what you talking about is absolutely true. And I have seen what yeah. they've been doing to us, yeah. and I am tired of it. Yeah. And 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 it's at that point he's he's like he almost became like this radical, this radical civil rights guy. Yeah. Nobody talks about that they either. Don't. No, they don't. So it, you know it's and and like I said that's that's the media that will tell you hey look, I, I say it's the media it's people who are not us that will tell you well hey look this is what he was all about yeah. I have a dream and everybody yeah. should be together Equal. but it was really more than that it, it was. was a lot more than that yeah. but we. I say we'll never know, but we won't know unless we read his books. If you read his his letters when he was in jail, mm-hmm. um, and and they don't teach you that in school, mm-hmm. they'll make you read some about damn Julius Caesar, who has nothing to do with American culture, right? 
Yeah. But, you know, you won't learn about people who are in your own damn backyard, yeah. which is kind of a problem to me. It is. It is. But but it's the that's another very, very good uh, example of diminishing achievements because you're right. Martin was so much more than just I have a dream speech. Yeah. And and the beauty of humanity is that we all are able to evolve. Yep. And that's what makes us so phenomenal uh, as opposed to to animals, for instance, because the evolution of an animal may be something physical, yeah. but it's not mental. Yeah, we have the ability to think. Yes, that ability for logic and reasoning, reason is, yeah. is such, it's so understated. And when you look at Martin, where he started and where he ended up mentally, because he was like, you know what, I need to do this. And I think every step of the way was necessary. Right. He had to be all those things. He had to. But for him to only be casted as the I have a dream speech author and and a guy who was all about equality, it's like for me, for me, it's frustrating when I hear a white person speak about Martin and his push for equality, because it's like you're not pushing for equality. We're the ones trying to be equal to you. Right. So it's it's always that frustration there. And I think where the differences with he and Malcolm came in were we don't need to be accepted as their equal. Yep. We're awesome. We don't need them. And he's like, I think Martin was like, well, they do have resources. They got the guns. They can take yeah. us up out of here if they want to. So right. we need to figure out another way to get there. Because if we go this way, they're going to kill all of us. Yeah. So it's no telling what their conversation was like between them. But diminishing the achievements, what he was doing, what he was working on before he passed, where he was going, like if he if if Martin had another ten years, what would have happened? Yeah, how much further will we? How much further will we be as far yeah. as that conversation with reparations? Yeah, and and with with equal equality as far as uh, resources are concerned, because you're right, white folks were poor. Yep, black folks were poor. If you can get that group, which is the vast majority of yeah. the country, yeah. on the same page, oh, it's over. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a, we're not doing this anymore. You got you guys, it's the 2%, maybe back then it's the, the 2.5% right. as opposed to 5 or whatever it is now, but it's a very small number of y'all that are related that are running everything. Yep. Y'all are good. We're struggling. You're pitting us against each other, using this race as the, as the great divide, but the reality is the great divide is money. Yep. So I, I would have loved to have seen, and I'm glad we're talking about this because I never thought about it really till just now. What would have been different if he had another 10 years to go that same direction because he was so respected by his white allies? How much in this corner would they have been? Yeah, it, it's it's crazy to think about. And, and, and we'll never know because right. Malcolm was assassinated and so was Martin. Yes. And again, when you're when you're pushing the narrative that could change a whole something. Yes. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just how that's that's how it's been in throughout history with not just American history, history in general. If if, it, if somebody was pushing something and it was like, eh, this kind of goes against the, the grain, mm -hmm. you got to go. Yeah. What was sad for me, too, is that, again, talking, talking, diminishing achievements of people in general. You're right. When somebody goes up against the machine, something bad generally happens. Yep. And. We used to joke a lot about conspiracy theories back in the day when I was growing up. But now I'm at the age where I don't even think everything is a conspiracy theory anymore. I just think it hasn't been proven yet. 
Yeah. Or we haven't seen the results of it yet. Or we don't want to really be like, you know what? Like the coronavirus we talked about. Where did that come from? Yeah. We know for a fact that our our government creates viruses. We know that. Yeah. It's, it's not even hidden. I mean, the CDC will tell you that. You could probably go on the website and yeah. see things that they've created. Yeah, because they're researching and and trying to make vaccines Absolutely. and all this Absolutely. air quotes again. They're yes. trying to make stuff to yes. help. So, so we know for a fact diseases are created. Mm-hmm. We know for a fact that humans have been tested on, specifically people of color yep. with these diseases. So what's to say that something like that wasn't just set off in, it was it Japan? Uh, I think it's China. China, yeah. China, Japan. It was one of yeah, the, I think I they're in China because it's the Lunar New Year this okay. weekend and they had to shut everything, everything down. down. Okay, yeah. okay. But, you know, just thinking about that, what could that potentially be stopping? Yeah. And, it, and, and it's weird to think about it this way, but every, every so often somebody comes to the forefront as a, as a leader of, of the culture, yeah. a voice of the culture. Yeah. And, and I wonder if, hey, I wonder if somebody was on their way to doing something pretty big and then this distraction had to be sent to take away from the validity of the message over here. You just never know. But there's so many times where you, you, you think about folks that have been able to accomplish great, like Byron Allen, as, as another example. For him to be playing on the level that he's playing on, it's crazy. Yep. They don't talk about Byron Allen. Not at all. And, and of course, he doesn't care. But we should be having conversations about him all the time. So it's just... So it, it's funny we talk about the coronavirus and and here's the here's the conspiracy theory in me the the conspiracy theorist in me right mm-hmm. Do you know how close China is to Hong Kong How close It's about a 2 hour about a 2 hour flight Okay Okay so not very far, not far in the grand, yeah. grand scheme of things probably the distance from what Tennessee to 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 California maybe no, no, uh, that's probably that's probably no, no, no. It it's five hundred and sixty miles. I think. So. Oh, so that yeah, that's probably no, like no, a, no, no. It's a thousand, one thousand one hundred and three miles. Oh, from okay, so, so yeah, that would be it, from here to to yeah. California. So that probably is a little bit longer than two hours then for a it, flight. It's a it no, it takes two hour. It's a two hour flight. Really? Yeah, it's a two hour flight. But think about this: what's going on in Hong Kong right now? Well, a freaking revolution. They're trying to. They're I say they're trying to. They are. They've been in the streets protesting. They've been mobilizing. They the 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 government's throwing tear gas at them. All of them got gas masks. They are mobilizing against the government to get them to change their policies. Really? They and they've been doing this for months. Now, with it being so close to China, what's to say that this coronavirus? Because now everybody's on shutdown. Everybody's got to be in the house. They they they've shut everything down essentially so nobody gets infected right and then turn to a pandemic yeah so now you got all these people who was out in the streets protesting your government now they're all in the house all of a sudden so yeah and now that's just the now again china and hong kong are, are two hours apart but or by flight mm-hmm. but it's like well is is something going on or they is somebody trying to overthrow somebody somebody right. trying to get in that's right. just the that's just the conspiracy theorist in me i don't know and and the conspiracy theorist in me is going to piggyback off of that and say i would be willing to bet all of my fortune 
that there's American hands involved in there. Oh, no doubt. Somewhere. Somewhere. But anyway, sorry about that. That's yeah, I, mean, I let's, digress. Let's just be real. This yeah. that's how this country this country was built on on lies and deceit. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if if that happened. Or if that's happening currently. Or or another thing talking about diminishing uh Value, not just value, but achievements of people of color. Uh, I know we talked about it, but it's it's said that um, Mansa Musa made a when he made his his I call it a, uh, a, a his pilgrimage because mm-hmm. uh, it was a very very long journey touching a lot of different countries that they made it to to America, and it's said that black people were brought to America, but there's a strong possibility that they were already here. And I don't consider it a possibility, but for those who would like to debate that, feel free. I say strong possibility, but I'm about 95% sure there are people of color that were not considered necessarily Native Americans or what became the Native Americans. Yeah. So just making sure that they can, that you can easily separate America from its, from its roots because now it's like, well, there was no, there was nobody here for real. I mean, they were the the Indians, but we tried to trade with them, but they were trying to kill us, you know. So yeah. if you can, if you can get people to, it's kind of like what you were saying about the census. If you can convince people, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can convince people to not fill out the census, it works better. I wasn't gonna give you resources anyway, but now I'm I can really pretend. Yeah, yeah, I can play dumb. It's the same thing with the country. Like, well, no, there were no, there weren't any black people here. So they're not, they're not, this isn't their home country. So they don't have any rights. They're animals. They're they're. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's, it's continuing that same narrative. So it's at every step, every turn, everywhere I look, there's an opportunity to diminish that black achievement. See, and, and I'm glad you brought up the census because you just reminded me of something. So I was reading about the census um, just two days ago, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm reading in this book, and it's, it's my textbook for school, but mm-hmm. it's talking about the census. And it's talking about, hey, the census is great, right? However, the census is very flawed. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. We, I've been going hard for the census. Right. I need us to, you know, campaign, champion. We need the census. We need, it. We need resources. Yeah. But what I didn't realize is that the census, when you, it asks for your race, right? Mm-hmm. And what it says, Black, white, or African American, white, Caucasian, non-Hispanic, white, and Hispanic. Mm-hmm. That's it, mm-hmm. right? In these past censuses, that's all it had on there. So it was talking about how if you are biracial, let us say you're black and white, you don't have a box, right? Right. So what it what happened is that a lot of people ended up calling the Census Bureau and was like, "Hey, look, there's no I'm biracial. There's no box for biracial." My children are biracial. There's no bias for biracial. So like, oh, well, what color are you? And they said it was a lot of white white women who were calling. It's like, well, I'm white. And they said, well, you identify your children as white. So you have a bunch of, I, the census is awesome, but we have also been misidentifying ourselves on the census for many years because mm-hmm. they have intentionally. <laughs> Left stuff off. Yeah. So that's just my census thing. So. To, I say all that to say we are in census time right now. This is a year that we're going to be filling out the census. Yeah. Be intentional. Mm-hmm. Be intentional. If, 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 if it doesn't have biracial, mark black. 
because we, we got to be intentional right now. We need yeah. resources for yeah. our areas. So yeah. FYI, I'm just going to throw that out there. That's just something I learned and thought I'd share and be in and wanted to say, be intentional with your, with your markings on the yeah. census. So quick question for you. Uh, I know we're going to be pushing up on time soon, so I hope it doesn't go too long, but okay. quick question for you about uh, diminishing black achievement. So you've got the Oscars, Grammys, the Academy Awards, all these various awards where they're basically giving people their props for their achievements. Yep. Should we be offended that we are never, not never, but we are sparingly included in that national recognition as it pertains to whatever, whatever it is, whether it's film, music, whatever it is, should we be offended by that? Well, I've always, when talking about this, I've always been like, no, because when they made those awards, those award shows, Mm -hmm. when did, when did they first start? That's a great question. They started in a time where black people wasn't included. Right. So they, they've never been for us. Mm -hmm. Right. So if they've never been for us, why are we fighting so hard to get into them? Mm-hmm. Because now it's, you're making it seem as if their their uh, standard of excellence is ex- is the, the, the standard, standard, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not. So, you know, I don't mind us having our own, um, you know, equivalent award shows to, to highlight what our people have done. Yeah. Don't put me in the category with all these other folks because we are not the same, you know? Um, culturally, we're not the same. Now yeah. we are we are the same in terms of makeup. Yeah, makeup yeah. and all that. But culturally, we are not the same. Mm-hmm. So don't don't because because a movie that might and we'll take um, what was that movie uh, with Kim Kim the Kim Peel or uh, not Kim Peel uh, not uh, the, the not the us, us yeah the, like the, the first one Get Out Get Out so Get Out was a hit in the black community but white folks they liked it but it wasn't really like the one, yeah. but it made it onto somebody's list because we were looking at it, right? right? And we was like, man, this is the best movie ever because right. it, it actually, there are some parallels between what we see as black people every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like I said, I don't need their standard of excellence when we can create our own and make them confined to 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 our standard of excellence. So, so what do you say to somebody who that's how they make their living. And the more recognition you get, the more work you get, the more you're able to provide for yourself, for your family. What do you say to somebody? That's a good question. I I don't know. I don't know what you say. I mean, if, if you're in their stuff and and you're getting more work, that's great. I mean, you've arrived, I guess, but that's a tough question. Like, can I, but can I do the same on, this end with just my people see that's where i was going so the reality is we know like a movie that is a a, is a hit for our culture but doesn't touch theirs it doesn't gross the same amount which means that the actors writers directors all those associated are not going to get paid as much so the challenge is when somebody understands it's just like basketball if i know that it's a contract year for me i'm on a really bad team I can, you know, just try to play within the system and be a good team player, or I can get out here and showcase my talents every night. We see it all the time, right? Yeah. You're not worried about winning anymore. Now you're just worried about your next contract. Yep. So it's it's this this push-pull because it's like, okay, what do I, as a person of color with integrity, 
Do I continue to fight for us to be included so we can make more as a, as a culture and that get that respect so we make more? Or do we just say, all right, let's have our own and, and be happy with what little we can get? You know what I mean? Because right. the reality is when we're talking about the piece of the pie, the pie associated with a, a Grammy award winner or an Oscar award winner is way different than, was it the hoodies that they used to do that yeah. Steve Harvey and them did? Yeah, something like that. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah. the reality is if, I'm, if I win a hoodie, it does not carry the same weight as an Oscar. Right. In that world. In yeah, I was Hollywood. gonna say, but only because Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that means Hollywood directors are more likely going to when they have a movie they think like a director thinks he has a, a classic movie, he's gonna go after somebody who's considered a world class actor. Yep. Which more than likely is somebody who's got Yep. Which it, it and and obviously we're running out of time, but I'll say this if you see now where these directors are starting to go after black people more you see now where directors are starting to cast more black movies Mm -hmm. let's be real brad pitt is an ally brad pitt has produced more black movies than anybody else i feel like i think i think he's one of the top producing black movie persons in hollywood you look at any major black movie he has his hand in it and if you look in the credits you'll see his name brad pitt that's interesting so and 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 not a lot of people know that yeah i did but that dude has his hand and now i don't know if he has his hand in there because he's trying to capitalize on the black dollar or if he genuinely believes like hey these stories need to be told right and everybody needs to see these stories because he was all he was all up in in uh, i think he did he was part of the help and i know hidden figures for sure um and there's a few other like movies that aren't tyler perry movies that he's at his hand in so gotcha so it's just some just something to, to think about yeah that. and and for me the sad part is that racial anxiety which you just yeah. mentioned we we never know so it's you're always on guard you're always afraid that somebody's trying to get over so mr yeah. pitt if if you if you're legit and and your method is you just want stories to be told because you think they deserve to be told kudos yeah so we run out of time we got about a minute and a half or so what you got black achievement uh the only way that it can be diminished is if somebody can acknowledge the fact that there's something there to diminish yeah so just knowing that don't stop trying to achieve all of us are put here we've got separate gifts just try to be the best version of yourself and and by being that you will more than likely find what it is, your purpose, whatever that purpose is, and, and be able to make a mark within it. So just keep on fighting that good fight. Yeah, and don't feel that you have to, and this is my, my two cents, don't feel that you have to um, put yourself in a box to fit their their checkbox, right? Right. Because you don't have to. Right. You can you can do whatever you want and, and still be successful. Yep. Um, you don't have to, conf- uh, you don't have to, uh, you know, follow their standard of excellence. Yep. So. Agreed. But anyway, uh, we do. This is this has been a very productive day, and we and we are like literally out of time. Like I just I wish I had more time. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, we ain't got nothing else to say. So, I guess we out. Peace.